And it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman. Kim Wade, I am coming to you alive from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, folks, it is Thursday. It's going to be an open forum. We're going to get some things off our chest. Certainly, we'll be talking about the third district.、Uh, Runoff race with the,、uh, the right Mike, Mike Cassidy. Well, Mike is my、uh, go to guy. I don't, I'm, I don't live in the third district, but I would encourage those who do to give Mike your consideration. And here's the reason why、uh, it has come to light, at least it's been revealed to me, and I've been remiss, of course, to my、uh, co host, I should say, my,、uh, the host who precedes me, Jameson Haygood, had been all over this. And、uh, I didn't know that the,、uh, the wrong Mike. Which would be Mike Guess,、uh, was an acolyte of Benny Thompson. It seems like Benny Thompson has flipped Michael Guess. Michael Guess has now gone over to the dark side. And I did not know. I mean, I knew there was something. I kept saying to myself, you know, I'm, I'm over at McLean's listening to this guy's stump speech. And I'm saying, why w o n t he, I mean, why don't he address the,、uh, the vote, the January 6th vote to impanel the January、uh, 6th commission? With the head racist in charge, Benny Thompson, the blackest of the black racists, a black supremacist, if there ever was one. And he's not that good at that, but he's uh, uh, at the top of the pile when it comes to black supremacy because everything he proposes doesn't work. So that's, that's, the,、uh, that's the dark side of black supremacy. Crap doesn't work. I should say it may work, but the people pushing it won't work, i.e.,、Uh, Chalk Lines Lumumba, mayor of Jackson, Deaf Town. And of course, you got Benny G. Thompson. The G stands for Graf.、Uh, turns out he has flipped Michael Guess. I didn't know Mike was second in. I didn't know he was the understudy to Benny Thompson on the Homeland Security Committee. I did not know that. I was in a state of total perplexity and I was confused. Teeny did I realize that Benny had flipped a guy. Because I kept trying to say, why won't he just say, man, it was a boneheaded boat, boat. I'm a, because it's clear now. I can see clearly. I can see clearly now. I see what's going on. The reason why he would not recant or denounce his vote is because there's something in it for him. Word that I'm getting on the street from the street committee Benny's turning him on how to, how to trade stocks, how to get paid. And you know, Michael, you know, he got, I won't say it was illegal because、uh, obviously it was not, but you know, he, he, he had formed a little business that was collecting fines and fees from those people who got caught up in the system, court systems of various types across the state. And he was part of that collection effort. And again, ain't nothing wrong with it, but yeah, no, come on, dude. <laughs> you're collecting from the people you're prosecuting. But now, I can't say he was doing that in Madison County. I don't know. But across the state,、uh, he seems to have. Again, it's a, it was a legitimate business. It wasn't like it was illegal. But you know, our boy over there in the second district, Graf, man, boy, you, you shake hands with Benny Thompson, you better have on some mittens. Because if you have on some gloves with individual fingers, you could very well be missing a finger. That's how good he is. He's smooth and looks like he's flipped,、uh, he's flipped Michael Guest. Mike has gone over to the dark side. Benny's got him bent over forward. And I understand he just had knee surgery. This explains the knee surgery. The, ina- the, the initiation rights for becoming a stuntman for a District 2 congressman is, must be pretty stiff. It wore his knees out. I'm just saying, you know. 
One can, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, no, you can, okay, okay, you don't want to go there, I understand. But he did have knee surgery. You do the math. Make it make sense? So, Mike, you got some explaining to do. What is your relationship with uh, uh, Big Ben? You got Ben E and you got Ben Dover. I mean, come on. What side are you on, Mike? How's your pipe threaded, brother? Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Work with me here. That would explain. I mean, you heard me come to this program and say, hey, he just it's just odd that he won't explain why he voted for the January 6th impoundment of the, of the commission. Now we know why. He has fallen under the influence of the old Beelzebub himself, the old black Homer Simpson, District 2 Congressman, Benny G. Thompson. And today starts the hearings, uh, the televised hearings of what they found during the January 6th uh, witch hunt, which is nothing. They're going to do a lot of fan dancing and, Oh, yeah, well, it's going to, like somebody said, it's going to be like the, uh, 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 what was his name? Geraldo Rivera and Al Capone's vault. And I remember sitting there watching that, thinking, okay, he's getting ready to come up on some big bucks. Al left up and got to open that vault up. What, nothing in there. I think it was a shoe or something. Yes. We got we got bamboozled. And we're going to get the same thing from the con, too. Because that's what he is. He's a con man. The congressman is just convenient to cover up the con that he is. So you people in the third district, now you know. I mean, you know, you could ask Mike yourself. I understand people have ran into Mike in 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 in, in, in the, uh, you know in public, and they try to in, you know what the bottom line is. Mike is not real fast on his feet. Okay. He's a good Ed McMahon, but he's not real fast on his feet. It looks like. So, uh, not again. This doesn't mean he's a bad guy, but this guy clearly has fallen under the influence of Benny Thompson. I, just a matter of time before he's wearing blackface. I'm just saying. He's bought into it. And here's the thing, and you've heard me talk about this before, about guilt-ridden white folks. Oh, Benny can lather that crap on a white boy. Oh, man. Oh. I'm telling you something. Mike guess if you hang around Benny too long, you can go home and smack your father. You got me in all this stuff. You, you messed up the white race. Benny, I have you thinking like that. You see what he did to a Supposedly rock rib conservative. And as you watch the January 6th hearings or the highlights thereof, because it's going to be hard to stomach the BS. Just remember, those people are being prosecuted at the behest of Mike, the wrong Mike guess. Benny turned him out. I wish I had that old uh, uh, Shylight song, Lost and Turned Out. The boy went to D.C. Oh, man. I just can't, folks, I mean, that explains it to me. That explains why he won't explain his vote. Because Benny told him, he took him up to the mountaintop, just like Satan did Jesus, put his arm on Mike Guest's shoulder and said, Mike, you can have all this here if you sell your people out. Benny said, I sold my people out. Look, ain't nothing happened to me. I'm rich. Which, that's what he said. And Mike said, yeah, yeah, I was doing that too. And Mike fell for it. He fell for the bait. And Benny turned to Mike. You know, what, what Benny did to Mike is what Creedale did to Mike Morgan over there on the Super Board of Supervisors. And, you know, Mike Morgan avoided this program like the plague. And I, expend, I extended the, I mean, I extend the offer to come in here and talk about what you do as elected official. It ain't just got to be the Board of Supervisors. 
oh, uh, I'm too controversial. Black people may not appreciate me being on your. Okay, you know, whatever. So Cradell convinces Mike Morgan to run as an independent. Yeah, Mike, run as an independent. I'm going to get you the black Democrat vote. <laughs> I got to handle old Cradell. Boy, he, he may be mumbling and slow, boy, but the boy is fast on his feet when, he, when it comes to politics. He's pretty stout and astute on, on uh, counting noses and getting the vote out. He didn't work too well with, with Marshawn, but, yeah, no, I mean, you know, everybody's got to lose one. But, uh, yeah, uh, and, again, guilt-ridden white boys falling for the old okey-doke every time. He could have just ran as a Republican or ran whatever he was running as before and, and been, been just fine. But nope, ran as an independent. And then he ran Vern as a Democrat and won. <sighs> and then Mike fell for the same thing. I keep telling you, guilt ridden white boys, boy, I'm telling you, you can get the frame tore out that rear end fooling with that foolishness. But hey, I mean, you might be threaded like that. That's the way you roll. But uh, uh, yeah, that explained why Mike had to have his kneecaps replaced. Boy, I tell you what, Benny's initiation rights ain't nothing to play with. Mm. Better get that boy some breath mints. <laughs> Mike, what happened, dog? I mean, come on, man. He got on it and he was on home. And here's the thing about the Homeland Security Committee and then the subcommittee that he's on. He know exactly what those people over in D.C. Uh, jails are going through. He knows it. He knows. And if he doesn't know, he has the opportunity to know. And he's letting them languish. Oh, he's proven his bono fides to Benny. He's showing Benny, hey, I can sell my people out just like the best of them. I, I can be like you, Benny. I'm a contender. I could be a champ someday. And did he not sell the people of 3rd District out? Sold them out quicker than an iPhone. But that's okay. I mean, you know, and I know you guest supporters out there. You know, I know you're not happy with what I'm saying. But, dude, what are we supposed to do? If you got all that juice and all that influence and you like Mike and Mike like you. Why can't you go to what kind of relationship you have with Mike Guess that you can't talk to your boy? Benny did. Benny got him turned out. Got him wearing uh, uh, spandex and lipstick and a cheap wig out there on the straw, twitching, twerking. Lord have mercy. He left here. Superman came back. Supergirl. Mike, what up, dude? Man, come on. Can I get some Buddy Brown? Any kind of, can I get, is there a man I can talk to? Anything. Could you help a brother out? Because we're concerned about our boy Mike Guess. We tried to figure out for the last month or so why he wouldn't deal with the question why he voted for the January 6th commission. Unbeknownst to, unbeknownst to Radio Strongman, he was number two on the Homeland Security Committee under the Ben. Or uh, Ben was a, well, let's just say he was a he was in an ankle grabbing position. Looked like his knees couldn't hold out. Benny was pile driving that boy. Mm, Mike, what's up, dog? Come on, man. I, I'm just saying, man. Why'd you do it? Why? No, not to Mike Guess. To the people who are supporting Mike Guess, get us an answer, please. Uh, we're going to go to a break, but before we go to the break, I want you to listen to a little Bud Brown, please. I want to know one question. My guess, I, I want to want to know one question. I saw a car pulled up on the shoulder. 
I thought, hell, I'm good on time, so I just took my truck and pulled over. Man and woman, they're inside, scared to death, and I said, why? They said their back tires as flat as can be. <laughs> so I'm looking in the back, tire iron and a jack. I said, hell, son, you got everything you need. Is there a man I can talk to? Mike Guest. Is there a man I can talk to? Between your legs. Well, hop on out, because I'm going to show you. Yeah, let's throw on them big boy pants. Throw on them big boy pants, Listen, Mike. Man, I'm going to tell you. We got women asking men to act like women, and now they just can't come through. And this is what you get. Is there a man I can talk to? There, man, I can talk to. How about Mike Cassidy? Well, I was almost back to my hometown, saw 15 people standing near the woods. Buddy, buddy Brown! Family dog ran in there, now he won't come back, and this just ain't no good. And all these women crying, I thought all for heaven's sake. Three guys here, but they're all scared of snakes. Is there a man I can My talk guess, to? is there a man I can talk to over there? Ain't y'all got a pair between your legs? Come on in, cause I'm gonna show you. Yeah, let's throw on them big boy pants. Put on them big boy pants, my guess. Unreal. Yeah, we got women asking men to act like women, and now they just can't come through. This is what you get. Is there a man I can talk to? You can talk to Mike Cassidy. Is there a man I can he talk to? He's like a boy dog. Them boy scouts got girls now, and scouts are for rookies. They can't make a squirrel trap, but they might make, make them cookies. cookies. Is there a man I can talk to? Hey! Ain't y'all got a pair between your legs? Lord Almighty, I'm gonna show you. Let's throw on them big, big boy pants. Tell you what, here's the problem. We got women asking men to act like women. We got Benny asking men to act like women. And this is what you My guest came through. Is there a man I can talk to? Good Lord. Good Lord. Mike Cassidy, the right Mike. Let him hang. Let's take a break. All right, folks. We're back. And it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, also want to remind you, our good friend, Rita Results Jensen. That's right, folks. Real estate agent extraordinaire, three decades in the business. We're talking about satisfied customers. You know, Rita actually specializes in listings and getting listings sold. She put the marketing muscle that only Rita Results Jensen can bring to the table. Folks, don't just think about selling your home and going with Joe Blow from Kokomo. Go with Rita Results Jensen. Rita's number over there is 720 601-720-4037. Or RitaJensen.net is her web presence. That's J-E-N-S-E-N.net. So she guarantees the sale of her home. I mean, she puts it out there. And if you have to move within two years, she'll sell your house for free. 
She's got repeat customers, second and third generation customers. That's the way she rolls. I'm telling you, Rita Results Jensen, 601-720-4037. When talking about listing your home, Rita's your girl. Talking about results, Rita's your girl. Middle name is Results, Rita Results Jensen. Let's go to Don. Hey, Don. Hey. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. How you doing? This is Mr. Kim Wade. This is Kim Wade, Radio Strongman. What's up? All right, Mr. Strongman. This is this is this is Don. I hadn't called since you came back. Yeah, you had forsaken a brother. Why the hell? No, I, and I listen to your Facebook. Listen, I'm gonna tell you this right here. Then I'm gonna put all jokes aside. All right. Um, guess who called me to tell me that you were sick? Who that? Malcolm Johnson. He yeah. told me he said get the get the shoes on because I already got mine on. We may have to go and co-ho host and co-host of the YAB for Kim Wade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he you know, called me, but now he was, he was really concerned. He had called me and let me know. He said, your boy's sick. I said, no, not Malcolm. But, and I called the radio station, and, and I was concerned about it because I'm glad you're back. Well, bless you. You know, believe it or not, Malcolm, Malcolm is a – first of all, he know everybody. And he did. He checked on me when I was low sick. He and David L., uh, they checked mm-hmm. on me. And, uh, matter of fact, a lot of people did, friends and foes. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I just thank God for the prayers that went up on my behalf. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm glad to hear you back. Yeah, um, but this is what I called to say, um, to, to let you know that you a bad man because you got that runoff going between that uh, guest and cancer. That was your doing. Uh, people don't even realize that not only you have the fan base, but you got register register voters that's fan base and that's what came out and got that runoff going and uh, I recognize that myself uh, Mr. Wade mm-hmm. well I appreciate that you know uh-huh. it, but du- they, you know, it was WYB's effort all the talk show hosts here People don't understand, we punch above our weight, and what many people who run for office don't understand, people who listen to talk radio, they are oh, going yeah. to the polls. You can put your, put your ads on the music station, that's fine, but the people who listen to talk radio are going to vote, absolutely. That's, you're right, I, I absolutely agree with you. I, use, I usually normally don't get my news from radio anyway, because I left that, that TV alone a long time ago, because I got tired of them telling, you know, Telling me what they wanted me to uh, to see and stuff. So mm-hmm. not that um not that uh that I'm a Republican because I am a Democrat. But right. I I recognize what you done, what you helped do for Mr. Cassidy, and I and I think they need they need to also. And I'm quite sure WYAB, the rest of them did too. But I just to your show. But I wanted to let you know that uh, welcome back. I'm glad you. I'm glad you uh you better. And, uh, and, I, and I just, I listen to you every day. Well, I appreciate you being out there. And one of the things I do appreciate is you taking in uh, different viewpoints and information. This is what, this is the reason why the black vote is so ineffective in this political system. We have a two-party system. We won't uh, play our own interests. We, we look out for everybody else but ourselves, and then we complain about our condition. Uh, I'm just tired of that. That is, that's, it's, actually, it's embarrassing. We don't have to be like this. We're grown men and women. All we have to do is play the game effectively. That's right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a, I want to get off the radio show, but I want to I want to tell your producer something. You'll let me talk back with him, please. I will do that. And Mr. All du- right. You take. Thanks, thanks, Don. Mr. Deuce. Are you?
uh, flag that also, please. All right. Uh, and I appreciate those comments. It, it was WYB. And of course, it was Michael Cassidy's decision to come on all day long on the Monday beforehand to, to make a difference. Uh, folks, we got some good things in store for you uh, coming up, hopefully by August. Uh, we're boosting our power up. It's been almost eight or nine years trying to get it done. We've run into every obstacle known to mankind. But God is faithful. And I have to hat tip to the CEO of this operation. Uh, he has been doggedly. I mean, he he gets shut down one avenue to try to get the power boosted. And he come up with another way, another plan, and et cetera. And uh, he's been able to do it. Uh, if In a perfect world, if we could have got the approval from the FCC, uh, we would our, our signal would be strong, if not stronger than WMPR. But that wasn't the case. But we're not complaining, Lord. We, we thank you for the increase. But, baby, don't think we're going to just sit here on our laurels and going into the uh, election of uh, in the fall. Oh, baby. And uh, for all you politicians who you who use, <coughs> excuse me, who are on the take, I should say, who go on super take. Uh, you're going to have a hard time because once we boost that power up and those of you advertise, oh, we're going to take a notch out of that operation over there because we're going to be 60 mile radius of Jackson. And so all you folks paying all that high-priced dollar trying to advertise over there on Super Take, you can come over here, W-Y-A-B, the little train that could, and get the most effective uh, uh, listening audience out there. We're going to have access to over 600,000 sets of ears. Not to say that every 600,000 be sitting there listening at every minute, but that's the, that's the possibility. And what we here at W-Y-A-B, what we do, and we try to explain this to our people who want to advertise, and advertising radio and advertising in general, there is something to be said about the number of uh, ears that people are listening to a particular program. There is something to be said. But the question is, can you increase the number of people who come through your doorway? I remember when I first started advertising uh, 30 years ago with my real estate. And, I, man, they had me on the Cheese Channel, the Children's Channel. They had me on all these different channels. And people saw me, and they would see me in the store. Yeah, I saw you on the Cheese Channel, yada, yada, yada. But I need some people going to buy a house. So when you're looking at advertising, look at WYB because we're looking at, hey, how many people come across your threshold? If you had five come in average on a daytime and we increase it, increase it by five, that's 100%. You're laughing. No, I want to have access to 100,000. Okay, having access to 100,000, folks, ain't the same as having five new people come into your door on a daily basis. Look for results. Advertising doesn't cost, it pays. And we have some of the top flight salespeople in the business. My producer here has been salesman of the year, uh, and uh, he is just rolling in the dough, or coins, one of the two. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, just want to just throw that out there for you. Just, just kind of consider that as you're looking. But look for great things, and we want to uh, go into the fall uh, swinging a hammer. And we'd like to try to put on a listener appreciation event sometime between now and the end of the year, if we can get all the stars to line up. And uh, it's just, just a thank you. You guys have been really good. I'm telling you what, not just when I was sick. I'm talking about down through the years. I want to thank some of the sponsors. Uh, so I, I, I got to send out to my friend Tom Smith and over at Tom Smith Landing Homes. He was one of the first ones who, you know, when I came over, he was there, shoulder to shoulder. Lee Atkins over at Home Care Plus. Uh, Mike Saxton, all these guys. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 Bill's Creole Steak Depot. Uh, just all up and down the, the food chain, these people have been with us. People lease. Uh, we've got uh, uh, 
We got some just, you know, the garage door man.、Uh, uh, just a thousand people who have just been there with us, Floors.、Uh, we got Williams Equipment, Toby down there, and the crew down there. Well, Toby's no longer over that operation, but Williams Equipment's been the stalwart with us. And then we got the、uh, Clinton Body Shop, uh, uh, the Game Room Gallery,、uh, the Gathering, the Complete Flag Source. James McIntyre and his lovely bride Brenda over there, they've been with us. Rick's Pro Truck. Rotors Plumbing. Folks, I'm just telling you, it goes on and on and on. Starring Trailer Sales,、uh, Europi, Rebel Ace. And of course, we can't, we'd be remiss without,、uh, if we didn't say Rapid Tire Exchange. And of course, Boondocks and、uh, Remax Connection, Rita, Results Jensen, Chuck Manning, Metal Bitter Supply, Mercy House Adult Teen Challenge. Folks, though they are a nonprofit, they have been very, very good to us. And you have been very good, very good to them. And we had to, but I, I Man, I can't get out of here without mentioning Frederick Sales and Service. The AC Doctor, Gerald Sitt, my good friend. Folks, I'm just telling you, God, we're blessed. And that's just my show. All up and down the food chain, hometown hardware. You hear all these different folks. You hear Mission Mississippi, they advertise WIB. So again, we just thank you. What you get from、uh, supporting WIB, you're going to get information. Over at Super Take, man. <laughs> Boy, look. If they're going to announce trains taking us to Auschwitz, they would take the contract and say, Yes, right. That's right. Five o'clock, y'all. All aboard. Super take. So if you're a politician and you're on super take, that means you're on the take. No,、nah, not necessarily. But that's how they look at you. They figure out if you ain't on the take, you ain't worthy of being over at super take. That's just one man's opinion. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. Going to get to Mark here in a minute. Look, I want to remind you rapid tire exchange, folks. You need to go, if you need some tires, you need to go get them now. You know, the price of everything is going up.、Uh, Kingfish was just saying that he paid an extra $200 for the tires that he normally uses on his, his automobile. So you need to get some too. And I'm thinking, okay, I need to get over there also. And、uh, so that's rapid tire exchange. They're located there at 953 Highway 80 in Clinton, Mississippi, for all your tire needs, anything dealing with the Undercarriage of your car, they can get her done. Of course, they're writing back a rapid oil change, so you can get that oil changed also. Folks, for the total care of your car, rapid tire exchange, rapid oil change stands at the ready to do just that. Take care of you. So, check them out today. RapidTireExchange.com. You can set your appointment, make the selection of items that you want. You can even get accessories for your truck, car, or automobile.、Uh, truck, ATV, or automobile. That's right, folks. All online. So, go to RapidTireExchange.com, set your appointment. Order your tires and uh, schedule uh, when you can come in and get her done, and you'll be as happy as a camper as I am. So check them out today. Rapid Tire Exchange. Dave and Ken will take good care of you over there at Rapid Tire Exchange. Let's go to Mark. Hey, Mark. Yes, sir. Hello, fellow bastard of Baston. What do you say there, Marcus? Marcus Aurelius. What's up? I read with interest a couple of things、uh, today. Gateway Pundit, the candidate for the Michigan governorship, was arrested by the FBI. Conveniently, yes. Conveniently. I thought that was kind of interesting. And all of the chaos taking place up in Washington, D.C. But I, I had a little piece of history for your listeners, especially those who are Christians, patriots, and rednecks,、mm-hmm. as I normally do. And I preface it with this. Folks, if you think、uh, you're, that we're going to blow through this crisis and you're going to go unscathed, you won't.、Mm-mm. You will be forced to come out of your comfort zone. 
those wonderful weekends on the boat or sitting out next to the pool or going to the gr- uh, corner grocery store to pick up your favorite sushi uh, is going to come to an end, whether you like it or not. So how do I know that? Well, given what is taking place in the world today, that is quite obvious. But based on history, this is, this is the master that we are facing. In this winter of 1897, in a little place in, uh, called Key Ridge Reservation, next to a creek called Wounded Knee, mm-hmm. 297 individuals, very cold and starving and being starved, were confronted by the United States military specifically the 7th Cavalry. These individuals were armed with outdated rifles and bow and arrow, doing their best to to survive because they were literally being starved on that reservation. When they refused to give up their firearms, they were massacred. 200 of that 297 were women and children. Mm -hmm. This is a stark reminder to all of you to understand the master that is attempting to be our master to the lengths of which they will go to. They don't care. They have no conscience. They don't care if you're starving. They don't care if you're cold. That is exactly the future we are facing, whether you like it or not. So to your point, Kim, death is on the menu. Mm -hmm. It just depends on how you want to face it. That's right. And folks, to Mark's point, his observation, you got to understand, that was our government down there killing it, boy, killing them kids down there. That was our government involved with all these mass shootings. Think about it. That that mother who ran into that elementary school, if those were local folks in a small town like that, she would have known them. They would have known her. Somebody would have known. She didn't say that. She said all these officers were standing, all these people in uniform were standing around. Folks. I believe this was a military operation, but what what should what you should be concerned goes to what Mark's saying. The willingness of these individuals, many of them could have very well been Americans. They could have been brought in from other countries, whatever. But they're willing to shoot kids, and they do it and and, and keep their mouths shut and move on. And we thought how bad it was uh, with the uh, uh, me lie. Folks, this is happening all the time. It's happening two or three times a month under this administration. You saw what they did to us with COVID. They're getting ready to starve us out. Matter of fact, I'm getting ready to play a clip now about the starvation aspect of what you just talked about, folks. Man, look, Mark, at this point here, it's every man for himself, God for us all. If people don't want to roll, uh, all, all I say is mark them. When things hit the fan, if they if they serve no use to your to your survival, Cut them loose, leave them alone, walk away from them. I mean, you just can't afford to tell them. If they're going to wait to this late date to try to, oh, man, you're right. Bro, you ain't did no prepping. You ain't got nothing. To, uh-uh. No, I, I can't carry you, dog. You're on your own. Pray, pray to the God well, you said you serve. That That is exactly because the Bible expressly gives us that historical what's going to happen. If you're not, if you're not paying attention to what's going on around you, and you fathers and mothers, those of you head of households, if you're ignoring us in that comfort zone and choose to ignore it, then shame on you. Absolutely. And, you know, and this is what, you know, people hear me talk about the, the, the ministry, the pastors and things like that. You are a student of history. If, if they are pastors, they are themselves students of human history because that's what the Bible is. 
This talks about human history, human nature, and you can't put all this together, know what it is. You can recite passages of the Bible, and it sounds good. You can make it sound great, yada, yada. But you, you don't have the totality of the picture, because if it was, you'd have a different message. You'd be warning the people, hey, you need to be doing this. Not just getting ready for the grave, but getting ready to survive so you can help your kids and grandkids survive. Well, Kim, to my point, the reason I recited the, the Wounded Knee Massacre, that's my mother's people. That mm-hmm. is my ancestry. Hmm. Okay, so it's near and dear to my heart. So, folks, you know, I'm, you know, I've lived on this great earth for a long time. But also, too, those of us with lineage going, going back to the, you know, my father's side, the potato famine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to understand something. They don't care who you are, what status you are, where you come from. If you do not serve their interests and you're a, you're a hindrance, mm-hmm. your life is short. It's that simple. It is. And, and, and the fact is, as a matter of fact, this clip I'm going to play from Mike Adams, a health ranger, uh, in the next hour. He talks about this whole thing about the starvation and what they're doing. Folks, if, if, if you're not willing to go down swinging, if you're not willing to have, make them have some bad days and afternoons, Folks, we're not going to survive this, and our kids are going to be put in a hell of a way. They're talking about killing off over, uh, if not half, two-thirds of the world population because they think it's a good idea. They take it up on themselves. Well, we can be of that same mind. You know what? We think the world would be better off without them. But somebody's going to have to put it all on the line. That, in understanding that insurgencies are normally not won by the aggressor. Mm-hmm. As in Afghanistan and Vietnam. And, Correct. Yeah. Vietnam, Afghanistan, mm-hmm. uh, the thirteen, the original 13 colonies. Mm-hmm. It usually doesn't fare well with the aggressor. Well, it, it's like Steve said yesterday about uh, being put in a position, being put on death's ground, Hannibal burning the boats, uh, these men being forced to get out of the boats at the cliffs of Normandy and, you know, either die or fight. Correct. You have you have no choice, mm-hmm. and that's that is where we, those of us who are very much aware of what is going on and why it's happening, are the ones that are getting off those boats. You know, and we're going to be forced to storm that that yeah. shoreline, that beach. That's right, and this is why I say to the folks who carry a badge on behalf of this government, I don't care what agency you're with. You need to be looking at these things, too. See, they didn't tell you everything. They told you to go out there and get Mark and Kim for their seditious conversations in in your interpretation. But they're going to get you. They're talking about starving you out and your kids like they're talking about starving out mine. And you sitting up there doing their work for them. You should be saying, wait a minute. Go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry. Yeah. The funny part of what you just said is that you know, they're going to go after those who speak out, but it is those who are silent are going to suffer equally and starve in silence. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the thing about it, when we talk about the starvation, they're talking about not just denying access in terms of the food being available. They're talking about whatever food's available, you won't be able to afford. Unless you kiss the ring, unless you do what Michael Guest did with Benny Thompson, unless you kiss the ring. These people are dead serious. They're megalomaniacs. And many of you 
you don't have the ability to sense the danger. You know, I forgot what uh, uh, malady they call it where you, where you cannot experience pain and sense danger. I forgot what they call it. But that's what we're going through as Americans. We've had it so good for so long because of the sacrifices of people like your dad and my dad and all these others who went up there and suited up and signed up on the dotted line and stepped to the perimeter and defended all of us. We don't know what it's like to sacrifice. That is, that is so true because everyone is so in tune with, oh, what's on TV tonight? Oh, here's my phone. I've got my smartphone. Oh, you know, i got to take the kids to ballet or gymnastics or, you know, and hang around with the rest of the soccer moms. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's, what, that's where their focus is on. They're not, it's not on reality itself. It's sad. It's sad. Mark, look, we're up against a heartbreak, my friend. Copy, and you have a good afternoon. Sir. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, the final few minutes of the first hour of the Kim Way Show. Listen in the first segment. We're going to play something from Mike Adams, the health ranger, talking about this food shortage that's coming down. Folks, everything that's going wrong in our country, folks, is, is, is purposely done on behalf and for the so-called globalists and elites. Roger Wicker. Uh, Joe Biden, all these uh, uh, resident in-house rhinos, uniparty folks, they're actively working against America. They're sending armament over to Ukraine. These people don't even have the ability to use the armament. They're sending our, arm, they're sending our military and munitions over there basically to deplete our ability to defend ourselves. Russia and China supposedly are lining up to attack America and our leadership and Barack Obama's behind it, folks, at the end of the day, but all of them are guilty, from the Joint Chiefs of Staff to the FBI, the CIA, as Mark just pointed out. Folks, I'm telling you, you need a purpose in your heart, where are you going to stand, and who are you going to have fellowship with, because somebody you're going to have to go and talk to. They're expecting us to suit up like the Redcoats and just go marching on Washington, D.C. It's not going to be like that. You're going to have to have some individual fellowship with some individuals who are screwing up our lives screwing up our world, and screwing up our kids' future. Hail to the no. want to remind you, folks, you got a taste for pizza tonight, your pie. 340 Calhoun Station, folks, they stand at the ready to provide pizza pie any way you like it. If you like the vegetarian topping, you like keto, you like the vegan, they have it. But if you like the traditional toppings, they've got it all day at your pie. Check them out today online, yourpie.com. Download the app, savings at the cash register. And we just want to encourage you, if you look, your kids are looking for work this summer, uh, there's uh, positions available. And if any of these kids ain't working this summer and they complaining, they just lazy. If anybody, this, these folks, everybody needs help. So when people tell you they can't find a job, no, they can't find money. They want some instant money. Man, they need to put me in charge. Boy, I bring back slavery quick, fast, and in a hurry. Kim, you can't do that. Yes, I would. Anyway, but that's what's going on in our country. Listen to the uh, first segment of uh, uh, the, uh, of the next hour, rather, and uh, Mike Adams is really hitting it on all cylinders. We'll be right back. Please, if there is a God in heaven, please. <laughs> 
dump the slum lord Dixon. Oh, boy. <laughs> One of your tenants, Dixon? No. I despise him. I despise All right, folks, we're back. It's Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios. I'm going to play this clip for you from the Mike Adams, the Health Ranger, about 15 minutes of it. Listen, before I get to that, I need to wish a happy birthday to Miss, the young Miss Shirley Marshall over there in、uh, Madison or Gluckstadt or wherever it is up there. And、uh, she's having a growth day today. We don't call them birthdays, I guess, anymore. A growth day. And、uh, we want to salute her. You know, Shirley's one of those,、uh, she's our own local、uh, Martha Stewart. You, Ask Shirley for a glass of water. She'll bring you back a glass of water with a waterfall on it that perpetually keeps the water and ice falling into the glass. She's just that kind of girl. She's very creative. And to all you folks out there, if you need somebody who can put, of course, she's retired, but she's not really retired, retired because she's always got some project going. But、uh, if you need someone who can put together activities for your group,、uh, let's just say you got a group of adults you got to do, keep them busy or something like that, she's your girl. She just, I mean, you, you could give her some paper bags and tell her to make a dress. She'll come back with a four layered dress and buttons and everything. She's just creative like that. And she's a good person. She made me some, you know, I was crazy about Bill's Creole、uh, crawfish chowder soup. And she made me some. Man, the woman can cook. I'm telling you now. Every dish she makes, has, I didn't know this, but every dish she makes, when you get to the bottom, it's got a little foot at the bottom of it where she put. Her foot in every dish. I don't know how she, you know, you got those little babies in the king cakes. She's got little feet in hers. So, way to go, Shirley. Happy birthday to you, young lady.、Uh, congratulations. All right, we're going to play a little Mike Adams here, folks. Listen in. He's talking about the food shortages, the scam that's being ran, and what you need to be aware of. Folks, your inactivity is only encouraging these people. And you pastors out there, if you would just stand stout, you got the word of God behind you. Gandhi understood the power, the power of the spirit. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, I'll let Mike Adams、uh, talk about it. Go ahead, Mike. Welcome to the situation update for Wednesday, June <clears throat> 8th, 2022. This is Mike Adams. Thank you for joining me. And I'm scheduled to host the third hour of the Alex Jones show later today, 1 p.m. Central.、Uh, I'll be hosting from my remote studio. And I'm going to be covering, well, a variety of topics, but certainly the China Russia war situation.、Uh, that is subject to change. Even the schedule is, but that's the current schedule. So that's going to be infowars.com if you want to see the live report, 1 p.m. Central today. Now, the main thrust of today's Situation Update podcast is to talk about how the experts are wrong about nearly everything and why this matters. We're going to cover all the areas where the experts are wrong, like finance, let's say vaccines, science, you know, gender identity, uh, even uh, education, right? And the, the experts are just not experts. And what we have in the Western world today now is not a system where there's a competition for good ideas. Because in order to have that, you would have to have freedom to speak, you know, freedom to challenge the status quo. We don't have that. What we have is a system of obedience, of mandatory compliance, especially when it comes to vaccines and diplomacy and elections and, you know, well, really, I guess everything. There's the official narrative, and that official narrative must be accepted, if not celebrated and worshiped. And anyone who deviates from that narrative 
is blacklisted. You know, you lose your job. Who was it? Uh, is it Blake Masters running for the Arizona Senate? Is that right? And he had mentioned the other day that, hey, if you want to stop gun violence, start doing stop and frisk. And most of the violence comes from black on black shooters, you know. And oh, my God, total uproar over that. You're not allowed to say that, even though the FBI's own statistics back that up. But that's just an example. You're not allowed to challenge the status quo. And yet the status quo view on everything is a lie. On everything. Think about it. What's the status quo view on uh, races and, and violence? Oh, it's that it's white supremacy extremists who are causing all the violence in America. That there's no black on black shooting or black on white or black on Asian crime. No, the media won't talk about that. It's just crazy, insane, white supremacy, extremists, violent shooters, whatever. Like, that's what we're told, that that's the cause of all violence in America. And it's a complete lie. <laughs> just They're just making it up. And think about this whole gender identity nonsense. We're supposed to all now pretend that these two dudes who took first and second place in this women's cycling competition, that they're women. <laughs> we're supposed to, like... The, the third place person is an actual woman, a mom holding a baby. She actually won. She's the champion. She should have got the gold medal. But instead, you got these two dudes who say that they're women, and we're all supposed to sit back and pretend, oh, they, yeah, sure, they're women. They must be women. They just announced it. Therefore, they're women. But, you know, the, the experts say that they're women or that gender is whatever you wish it is. And so now suddenly we all have to be obedient to that. So what happens to your society when the, quote, experts on each of these areas, such as finance or diplomacy or you know, economics, science, health, medicine, whatever, what happens when these experts are morons, just incompetent fools, which is what they are across the board? You know, think about the people running your local city council. They're probably the biggest morons around. I mean, who wants to run for city council? <laughs> I mean, seriously. And, you know, apologies to anybody here. If you are on the city council because you feel like you got to be the one voice of reason in a sea of insanity, I get that. I honor that. But you probably don't even want to be there. You're just doing it as a duty. Some people want to be on the city council because that's all they have in life is having power over others. And they, they love that power. Because they're incapable of doing anything themselves. They're incompetent. And so the incompetent people seek out power. And then through rigged elections, right, and media bias and selective censorship by big tech, we end up with a society where all the experts are not, I mean, not 100% all, but let's say the official experts are the biggest morons and retards imaginable. I mean, think about who runs the FDA, who runs the CDC, morons and retards. Think about Joe Biden. <laughs> and yeah, I'm not going to apologize in this case for using the word retard because he is cognitively retarded. That's what these people are. They, they cannot function cognitively in the world. They, they cannot process information around them. So they have cognitive retardation. And the short form of that is the word retard. Think about all the so-called climate experts who are out there claiming that carbon dioxide is a pollutant that harms the planet. 
and that will make all the plants die. I mean, they're, they're so insane. And yes, they're cognitively retarded as well, because of course, carbon dioxide is the most important nutrient for growing plants and for regreening the earth. In fact, you know, there's a whole topic on this I might need to cover today. Oh, do I have time to even go into it? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. All right, let me give you a hint. Okay, you know how the globalists are trying to starve out the population of of planet Earth, right? Starve the humans. Mass global extermination. So they need the food supply to be, well, disrupted. They need food to be scarce. Do you realize that all carbon sequestration technology, which is being, of course, touted by Democrats and leftists and greenies and so on, people like AOC, who, you know, if you're going to use the word retard in Congress, there you go. There's your perfect example. But carbon sequestration pulls carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere, taking it away from the plants that would normally have access to it. The trees, the crops, you know, food crops, right? The grasses, the flowers that support pollinators and so on. Without this carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, which is already very, very low, it's just barely above 400 parts per million. Without this CO2, food production goes down. Food scarcity is the number one method by which globalists are working to exterminate the population's of third world or developing nations. Now, they're also using vaccines that are spiked with infertility chemicals such as HCG. And in fact, I think here on June 10th, Andy Wakefield and Children's Health Defense are releasing a new film about infertility that documents the, the Kenyan Catholic Bishops Association and how they found infertility drugs in the, I think it was the tetanus vaccines that were being given to young women there. So it was all a depopulation slash infertility agenda. So vaccines are one vector. But remember that when it came to COVID, the globalists couldn't get third world people to take vaccines at high enough numbers. So how are they exterminating people in developing nations? It's through starvation. Food scarcity. And how do you create food scarcity, folks? How do you do that? You know, if you're an evil globalist, Dr. Evil. Well, let's see. You can shut down access to fertilizer. Hmm, that's been done. And that was done by disconnecting Russia from the swift financial system, causing Russia to no longer be able to export you know, fertilizer. That's also done by shutting down natural gas pipelines because natural gas is used to make nitrogen-based synthetic fertilizers using the Haber chemical process. Uh, you also do it by raising diesel prices so that farmers can't afford to farm, which is also happening. Many fields not being planted all over the world right now because of rising fuel prices. And then on top of that, you use weather weapons and geoengineering to cause droughts to cause crop failures. That's happening in India, the western half of the United States, and also Central and South America in certain regions while China is experiencing flooding and crop failures for that reason. But the other way you cause global failures of, of food crops is to reduce atmospheric CO2. So the atmospheric CO2 reduction is a depopulation agenda. And all of these companies engaged in carbon sequestration technologies. And there are major companies and big investors 
setting up massive machines, even in the Midwest, in, in the U.S. One of these pipelines runs through Iowa, and I think it ends up in, in Illinois. I forgot all where that pipeline goes, but it's a, it's a carbon sequestration pipeline, and they've already used eminent domain to seize farm fields in order to install these giant machines, sucking nutrients out of the air, liquefying them in a pipeline, and then pushing them underground for underground storage so that the plants of the world cannot have carbon. This will cause global famine. This will cause crop failures. And that's the design. Let's take a break. We're listening to Mike Adams, uh, the Health Ranger Report. Uh, that's yesterday's program. We're going to take a break. We'll play the rest of it. About another four. All right. We're going to play the rest of this. I want to remind you, don't forget, uh, go to withersfloors.com. Father's Day coming up. You might want to send him something. Uh, fathers like to receive gifts also, and they have a selection down there at Withers Floors. And you can check them out online, withersfloors.com. Become a member, a subscriber, if you will. So whenever you need flowers, you just have one stop to make, withersfloors.com. Father's Day is the 17th, so be ye ready, or the 19th, rather. Be ye ready. Let's go back to the health ranger, Mike Adams. He's talking about why they're going to starve us out and how they're going to do it. Be ye ready. So, well, we'll talk about that more <laughs> in, in a little bit. But climate change is a starvation tool. Well, I should say the push for climate change leading to carbon sequestration, that is a mass starvation tool. And actually, you know what? Let me, let me talk about this for a second. How does the media scare people about rising CO2 levels? What do they say? Well, the oceans are going to rise. And how much are they going to rise? Oh, a couple of centimeters in a decade. Really? That's it? And you realize that if the oceans are rising, that means that frozen water is melting, which is a good thing because frozen water can't be used by plants. Liquid water can be used by plants, you see. Having more liquid water on planet Earth is a good thing, not a bad thing. And the oceans rising a couple of centimeters, and by the way, all their predictions have been wrong about that so far, but even if they do rise, a few centimeters. Who cares? Because that will help grow food having higher CO2 in the atmosphere. More people will be able to survive because crops will be more abundant and more affordable. You'll be able to grow crops in arid regions that currently can't be farmed. You'll be able to turn deserts into farming areas in some regions as the regreening of the earth accelerates with rising CO2. So the scare story about rising ocean levels, it's nonsense. Most people wouldn't even notice it. I mean, the tide comes in and the tide goes out. And in some places, you know, that's more than a meter height difference. You won't even notice a couple of centimeters of a little bit of higher ocean. <laughs> and, and you know, there are cities on our planet right now that are beneath sea level, right? You do know that, right? And they just have an ocean wall, and that's it. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it's not rocket science, folks. You can, you can live in a city below sea level. And if you don't believe me, let me ask you, have you ever heard of Copenhagen in Denmark? Yeah, Copenhagen. <laughs> uh, the average elevation of the city is zero feet, and its lowest elevation is three feet below sea level. That's almost, that, that's roughly a meter, okay? 
Have you heard of Singapore? Yeah, okay, so most of Singapore is many meters below sea level. I'm, I'm reading here, it says 15 meters below sea level. <laughs> but, I mean, the average is about sea level, but most of the territory of Singapore is below sea level. Imagine that. How does that work? All right, how about Amsterdam? You ever heard of Amsterdam in Holland? Yeah, 12 feet below sea level. They should have used meters since it's in Holland, but whatever. That's below sea level, many, many feet below sea level. And then there's, uh, what is this, uh, Baku, Azerbaijan is 92 feet below sea level. So there you go. That city is 92 feet below sea level. And how do they do that? Oh, they have a wall. But you see, Democrats don't believe in building walls, do they? They hate walls. They, They want to tear down all the walls, you know, especially border walls. And you mention to them things like walls work, you know, walls keep out illegal immigrants. And they say, no, no walls. But you can also say walls keep out the ocean. And in some of these cities, you know, it's a 12 feet of ocean is kept out, or in some cases, 90 feet of ocean is kept out. So, so don't tell me that a couple of centimeters of ocean levels rising is going to be catastrophic. We're going to lose humanity. No, no. You're going to feed humanity with the extra CO2, folks. Food production will go through the roof. You understand that with higher levels of CO2, farmers will have record crops. Think about it. Record corn, record yields of wheat and rice and uh, what millet and barley and everything else. And that's what the globalists don't want. They can't have record yields of crops. So they have to take CO2 out of the atmosphere in order to starve the population of the world. So this is just one more example of how the so-called experts are morons, if not just insidious evil bastards, but they're mostly incompetent morons. A few of them are evil at the top. Most of them just morons. And you talk to the typical scientist today, an academic, and, and you explain to them, you know, carbon dioxide grows plants, you know, and they'll argue with it. No, it doesn't. And it's like, well, ask a botanist. Surely you have a botanist somewhere in your university. Ask the botanist. And so you, you go ask the botanist, hey, botanist, does carbon dioxide grow plants? And the botanist will say, um, no comment. I want to keep my job, right? Because they've been silenced. They can't tell the truth. Because, again, only one opinion is allowed in society. So when you have a society ruled by incompetent morons or insane, quote, experts, you get things like this. Here's a story from The New American More climate insanity. Prince Charles wants cows to wear face masks. That's right. So cows are supposed to wear face masks now. These, there's a startup company apparently called Zelp. That's enough. Z e l p. They've designed a bovine mask, and this mask is supposed to capture methane emissions from cows while they're chewing their cud. Uh, because you can't have ma- uh, cows with mouths open. I don't know if you've ever seen cows chewing their cud. It was like, nah, nah, nah. So somebody okay. is supposed to run around now. and. All right, folks, that's uh, Mike Adams, the health ranger. Folks, everything's a scam. So when you hear us here at WYB speaking flat-footed and forthrightly about these things, well, this, is, this, this is the source 
We know this stuff is full. These people are full of crap. And you up there trying to be deep, trying to see both sides. And, you know, I cut the pie down. And, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with it. But at what point do you stop being a fool? As I told you three or four weeks ago, we were listening to the media tell us why it was okay for five year olds to be able to hear in, uh, uh, about transgenderism and whether or not they're a boy or girls, they can switch sides. Oh, they're old enough to hear it? I mean, come on. And then when the media changes to a new subject, oh, no, no, 18 year olds too young to own a gun. You know what the problem is? You don't know what you believe. See, I'm certain about what I believe. What I believe may be wrong, but I will stand on it. And if you bring me information showing that I'm incorrect, Hoss, I'm shifting gears. Because my desire is not for me to be right, it's to get it right. You don't have that same desire, obviously, because these people are running the table on us. It's time for us to bow up, buck up, and start knocking them down, Hoss. As Mark said when he called in here last hour, we're not getting out of this. You're going to fight. Or you're going to get beat down. You're going to get punked out like Michael Gass got punked out by Benny Thompson. Benny turned him out. This is why I keep telling the danger you guilt-ridden white folks fall into. You get played. Oh, I've got a great black friend. And man, if he's a Democrat hoss, I'm telling you, you need to look. You need to stay prayed up. Their spirit ain't right for the most part. They're going to come to you with some scam Their allegiance is to the Democrat Party. It is not to Jesus Christ. Write it in blood. Matter of fact, let me find that clip of that preacher. We're going to take a break. When we get done taking a break, I'm going to find this clip of this preacher. Uh, (laughs) Y'all heard it, man, because he was real popular. Uh, Anyway, what we're going to do, we're going to take a break, and uh, I'm going to find that clip of that preacher. Uh, it'd be it'd just be good entertaining to what we're talking about right now. Anyway, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, folks. Yeah, there you, there we go. All right, well, folks, I want you to listen because we were just talking about uh, Christians and uh, Democrats being Christians. I want to. Some of you've already heard this, but here's for those of you who have not. Here's a preacher who's who, who's preaching flat-footed as i like to say uh he just he's landed out there go ahead on mr producer told you that i'm not in a series this fall i'm just bringing individual messages that i feel very strongly that i need to talk about and the title of this message i'll have to explain it to you and you'll you'll get it in a minute but it's called a lack of understanding wait a minute a lack of understanding and i actually brought uh, a form of this message at the conference oh, oh, wrong one wrong one same one here it is i'll send it to you yeah okay here it is yeah it'll take a minute for him to get set up in the meantime i'll filibuster here i just sent it to you i'm sorry that was the wrong one uh this pastor here just lays it out there now one of the things as we uh we were talking about the uh, uh the uh third district uh, runoff race and michael guess and, you know, I've been telling you guys, I, I could not figure out why this guy would not just say, hey, man, uh, I made a boneheaded vote and leave it at that. He could have cleared all this up. And I told y'all and he, I did not know this at the time. I said, this guy is afraid of somebody or something. More so than he's afraid of the voters of the second district or the third district. Or he's afraid of anybody else doing anything to him. So I'm just saying to you. Now we know. 
he is not the second in command of the Homeland Security Committee. He is on several committees, but he is under Benny Thompson's spell. Under Benny Thompson's stronghold over there. And as you know, Benny is one of the most prolific stock traders in the Congress now, making big bucks. That's how he blew up $30 million in the last two years, because what, did, what would be for anybody else insider trading? And as you know, remember, when you see Benny Thompson riding around here, he got a gas car paid for by you. You can't afford gas. But he's up there slamming Cadillac doors, enjoying the good life on your gasoline. And if he got a gas car, do you think his wife and kids have to pay to fill up gas? What, what do you think? What do you think? So they up there living in Fat City, got money out the wazoo. And so he's probably told Mike, hey, man, if you flip, you come over to the other side. Now, this is what I need you to do. You got to show me you with me. You got to show when me. When it comes to getting the right food. You, you got to show me that you're really with me. And Mike did that. That's what that vote was about. That's why he won't retract it. Because Benny has shown, he had to show Benny that, hey, man, I'm ride or die, dog. He's selling everybody else out for a few pieces of silver. Let's go, uh, Mr. Producer. You got that clip ready? Go ahead, sir. Now, if you vote Democrat, I don't even want you around this church. You can get out. You can get out, you demon. You can get out, you baby butchering election thief. Barbara Mike. You cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat in this nation. I don't care how mad that makes you. You get pissed off as you want to. You <laughs> cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat in this nation. They are God-denying demons that butcher babies and hate this nation. They hate this nation. Get mad all you want to. I don't care if you stand. I don't care if you throw tomatoes, praise God. I'm about to throw a microphone up in his house. <laughs> CNN can eat my dirty socks. You cannot be a Democrat and a Christian. You cannot. Somebody say amen. Amen. The rest of you, get out. Get out. Get out in the name of Jesus. I ain't playing your stupid games. Bunch of devils. I'm sick of it. They want to talk about the insurrection. Mm. Let me tell you something. You ain't seen the insurrection yet. You keep on pushing our buttons, you low-down, sorry, compromisers. You God-hating communist America. You'll find out what an insurrection is because we ain't playing your garbage. We ain't playing your mess. My Bible says that the church of the living God is an institution that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And the Bible says they will take it by force. That's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible says. Speaking of weirdos. <laughs> Homeboy fired up. Sometimes, Dude, I'm telling you. Sometimes in life, negotiate where you can. Compromise if you have to, if you absolutely have to. But sometimes when push comes to shove, you got to take a swing, dog. That's what Mark was saying. Folks, I don't care what you say. You get mad at me. You can think I'm a conspiracy theorist. And all a conspiracy theorist is somebody didn't figure this crap out. That's all it is. You, Joe Blow from Kokomo, Sally Sue from, from wherever, you're going to have to fight. These people intend to kill you. This is what I told black folks. History is going to record that the black vote in 2020, those who participated in stealing that election, you sold all of humanity into bondage, if the Lord says the same. The Stacey Abrams, the black Democrats, the ones who were stuffing the ballot box, the ones who were running the votes through the machine several times, 
You think it's a game. See, you think it's okay to be uninformed, to go out there and talk about, I'm grown, I'm 21, I, I, I got all the rights and privileges. Yeah, you have a responsibility too, to have some damn sense. The snowballs of the world, the here's the thing, John, who vote blindly Democrat. Ain't nothing wrong with you being a Democrat. But, dude, if it doesn't make sense, if it repudiates the word of God, if it harms your family, if it destroys your child's future and education, And you can't figure out what you need to do. I'm just telling y'all, there's something wrong with this picture. Like I said, I'm ready to bow up, dog. The whole notion that these so called elitists and their stuntmen and handmaidens like Roger Wicker, Michael Guest, Benny Thompson, Biden, Hunter, uh, McConnell, McCarty, all the rest of them. Who think that they can join with the forces of evil that will steal all the freedoms that our founding fathers bequeathed to all of us because of their acquiescence and submission to the word of God and consecrating this nation to our God and Savior? They think they have a right to give all that away because they've got a hookup, a connection over in China that's papering them up, making their pockets on swole so they can live the good life in perpetuity. If the Chinese don't get you, when all this thing shakes out for you being a traitor to your own people, we're going to get you. And again, I will say to you people who work for the government, who carry a gun for the government, you see this stuff going down. You ain't in the loop. You couldn't get baby formula for your child, your daughter, and your granddaughters. And you a high ranking official in this administration. Because you ain't a part of that plan. They just gassed your head up and told you, oh, you better than them. Let's go to Jason. Hey, Jason. Yes, sir. Hey, Kim, this is Jason. How are you doing? Who was that? Uh, I, was, uh, I was driving down. I wanted to call in earlier, but I was on Trace, and uh, I was in the middle of driving. Uh, you had an earlier caller that called in and spoke was was you know we, we're we're the theme is, is this hunger that the government's going to throw right. at us and and a more important issue i believe is in that and don't think they can't do it is thirst right you know you can go dang near three weeks without food you can't go three days without water and i've been telling people this that you know yeah they'll 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 take food out don't think they won't take water out just as well oh yeah they've been buying I've, up I've water rights at, yeah go ahead Uh, I've been looking at this stuff since about 2014, and I'm really uh, happy that you, you're on Mike Adams. I hear that I, I started at 4 a.m. every morning when I'm out stretching and doing calisthenics mm -hmm. with, at, at 56 years of age. I've been getting ready for this for a while. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, now I got I got six years in Naval Special Warfare and another three years in the Army Special Forces, Mississippi National Guard. Another three years. I got twelve years total, so I did got a little bit of a background in this, and I've been looking at this stuff quite a long time. And uh, there's there are a lot of people, and believe it or not, the internet can be used for other things than porn. You can actually go out there and look. There are a lot of people. Mike Adams is one of. There are a lot of people out there, and before they get censored out of YouTube, you know, there are a lot of people that can point you in the right direction to go and do able to be able to sustain yourself. Mm -hmm. And I encourage everybody uh, that's listening. It, it, it's coming. It's coming. 
Oh, and uh, one last thing before I go, uh, uh, Mike Cassie's got one more shot. Mm-hmm. The turnout was light. It's time for us to get up and, and, and get, get get the game on. We've got to get people to these polls and get them to vote Mike Cassie in. He is the guy that we need, and uh, that's that's what that's what I'm doing. I, I called into your show one day la- uh, back before the election, mm-hmm. and I talked to several people at work. And then before you got off the air that evening at 6 p.m., I talked three more people in going to the polls. Awesome. I'm redoubling and triple doubling and, and quadruple doubling my efforts to get this man in the Congress force. Amen. But other than that, that's really all I want to say. You've had a really great show today, and I do appreciate what y'all do. I listen. I, I start y'all at seven in the morning with uh, uh, Clay, and I end with you at six. So we appreciate you, brother. Going, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. Folks, thank you so much. He's absolutely right, folks. This is the minimum we can do. Uh, Mike Cassidy has offered himself up for service. We always say we need some this person. We need that time. He's doing it. So we need to get up off our butts. Again, this is the maintenance work for those of us who remain stateside. This gentleman here just called. He has served. He stepped up to the line, put his name on it, offered all. Now, the minimum we can do is get off our butts and get back to the polls on the 28th. There is a method to this madness. See, we sit back and get mad because these people aren't right towards us. That's the kind of crap that has me so irritated with the black community as it relates to us always whining rather than just getting out there, figuring out what the game is and work the game. Same thing here. We don't need to get mad at the fact that there's rhinos out there or there's people crossing the line and selling out like Michael Guest did. What we need to do is get out there and do our part to change it. It's not impossible. They don't have a a, a a headlock on this thing. We just got to be willing to fight. And I'm willing to fight. As it relates to this gentleman who just called, folks, I'm just telling you now. His skills will be secondary. I mean, coming into play after the first volley, if you will. The first volley is going to be one person like that mother down in Texas who went into that school to get her kids. It's like that dad who went in there to get his wife and kids. It's going to be one pissed off citizen who's not going to put up with all the FBI's bullshit, excuse me, crap. (laughs) I'm sorry, good good deal, Mr. Producer. But the bottom line is the status quo is not going to stand. There's more of us than there are of them. Yeah, they may scoop me up because they try to shut me down, but I play these videos so you can take it and play it for others. Everybody's not, I'm not on the internet anymore other than email. Screw it, I don't need it. It's time wasting my time. But for those who do, pass it on. This is real. This is really going to happen. You're seeing scriptures play out. Pastors, you need to up your game. You're going to get caught flat-footed. You're going to have to turn your palms up. Judgment's going to come to the house of the, uh, of the clergy before it comes anywhere else. And you think this is a game. You live the good life we all have here in America. Now we... Now the invoice is being served. Who's going to make the payment? Let's take a break. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, you wonder, if you want campaign signs for uh, Mike Cassidy, you can call 229-5495. 229-5495. That's area code 662. Uh, the person answering the phone will be Nathan. And uh, he can also tell you if you want to make a donation to the Cassidy campaign, ten, <coughs> five or ten dollars here or there will go a long way. He needs to raise about a hundred thousand dollars to have an effective runoff. Uh, that's Nathan, 
229-5495, area code 662. If you want a yard sign, campaign sign to help out Mike Cassidy, if you want to help get the vote out, he would certainly appreciate it. Folks, this is our opportunity. If we say we're disgruntled, if we say we're not happy, this is it. So, Mike Cassidy, for signs and for contribution, 229-5495, area code 662. And uh, also... We want to encourage everybody to go back to the polls and bring somebody with them. Somebody there? Okay. To bring somebody with them on Election Day, uh, which is going to be June 28th. And we're just encouraging uh, everybody to do what they can. This is not an impossible task. We have to send a message. See, sending Michael Guest home is, the, I mean, it's better than term limits because of the uncertainty of it. Okay. Term limits, they know, okay. I'm going to be here four years, six years, and then I'm out the door. So I need to scramble and make all the money I can. And then I'm going to set up my uh, successor. We don't want that. We want them to have that uncertainty. Like the uncertainty that we have in our lives that Michael Guest is bringing upon us. This guy hasn't distinguished himself purposely because he's there for himself. It ain't no more complicated than that. So this is why it's important that the 28th, uh, June turnout on the 28th is just extraordinary on behalf of Mike Cassidy. And also down there on the coast against Palazzo and the other, uh, uh, was the other guy, Easley, whatever his name is, up there that's uh, uh, run, in a runoff. And when we create, this is what I was saying to take back Mississippi. Rather than trying to target everybody that you're unhappy with, no. Pick one from the Senate and one from the House. Target them. Put all those resources in there. If every Saturday we go, we go up to that district or go out to that district and go door to door and yada, 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 and turn them out. Again, the perception of power is more important than the application. If they perceive, oh, my God, I don't want to take back Mississippi to target me. I'm going to get my act together. But if you try to target everybody because you ticked off, baby, we did that at the Tea Party. That's not the best way to go. The goal was to be effective. This is why I get disgruntled with black Democrats, they're not interested in being effective. They're interested in being loyal Democrats. That's why the conditions in the black community ain't nobody's fault but black people. If we wanted something different, we could do it. If we wanted our schools fully funded, we could do it. So cut the crap, quit whining, get your crap together. Let's take a break. Be back in 22 hours. That number four are the signs, 229-5495, area code 662. and vote Democrat in this nation. I don't care how mad that makes you. You get pissed off as you want to. You cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat in this nation. They are God-denying demons that butcher babies and hate this nation. They hate this nation. Get mad all you want to. I don't care if you stand. I don't care if you throw tomatoes. Pray. 